Robbie. Yo. Are you fired up about our new official title sponsor? I really am excited. Bro, we talking level up gutters out of Youngsville, Louisiana. Have you ever heard of them, Robbie? I haven't. Bro, I just bought a new house. No joke, no game. I called the competition. I can't get a call back. Won't give me a free estimate. Can't make time for me. I'm talking about level up gutters out of Youngsville, Louisiana. They don't care if you live in Lake Charles. They don't care if you live in New Orleans. They don't care if you live in Alexandria. They're going to give you the free estimate. They're going to give you the personal touch. They're going to make sure you get what you need to succeed because level up gutters, they're winners. And winners win. Winners win. Go like Level Up Gutters on Facebook. The phone number you need to call if you want that free estimate is 337-257-5149. That's 337-257-5149. Don't forget, winners win when you level up. Level Up Gutters. You've come back. Took Bama down. Let's go. Take this L, Bama. Feel my pain. Feel my pain of over a decade of getting my heart broken and being so close and coming up so short. You got to feel it because I felt it. Buck, Fama, this is next morning reaction. Me and Jay was in the stadium last night with Robbie and the rest of the boys. Jay, how are you feeling this next day? Unbelievable. Cloud nine. Uh, sorry, I apologize. My my voice is not what it usually is. Uh, it's what happens when you ever you uh you holler for four hours straight. <laughs> when you bring the juice, you're gonna have that on them big jobs and uh. Oh man! I'm usually so nervous during games. My my throat's giving out too. I'm usually so nervous during games that I'm not the one to sit there and just I mean just yell the whole time. But I just I, I was feeding off the energy, man, and the energy was real last night. Yeah, it was it was a nervous man. LSU really they outplayed him for sixty minutes, I think. And uh, and and I told you you sitting right next to me in a game about midway through the first quarter. I said we can play with these guys and we can beat these guys. I really believed it, man. And looking back, we, uh, I mean, it was such a magical day. It was through the roof, everything. But in that first quarter, Jay, first drive, obviously yeah. the interception for Jarek Bernard Converse is big. And we was like, oh, man, that was huge. We needed that. But looking back now, how big yeah. is that? Well, yeah, because if they, they they don't score to the fourth quarter. They don't score touchdown in the fourth quarter. If they score right there, they go up 7 nothing. That changed the whole – the whole outline of the game, man. That that was that was one of the biggest plays of the game. Looking at back at it now, like you said, Tiger <laughs> Stadium always. If you give it the right ingredients, 
I've been there enough. If you get, it won't, it's like a thing. It's a living organism. If it wants to grow, it wants to explode, but you got to give it the right stuff. And that off the top set the tone for the rest of the night for the fan base, I think. Yeah. And I, and I know that, that, uh, they're coming off of a big win also. So they're not really worried about what we're about to say, but how about Brian Kelly with a big middle finger for the Notre Dame fan saying he couldn't do it. He oh, down here yeah. Couldn't it, do it. Notre Dame hey, insider. If you would have told me, Rob, in January, whenever Brian Kelly only had 39 scholarship players, you'd have said, Jay, in November, LSU is going to be ranked top 10 in and Alabama with their Heisman winning trophy quarterback, their top five defensive end, and the arguably the best coach, maybe the best coach of all time, and they come to Baton Rouge and Brian Kelly on a rebuilding year is going to beat him. I'll ask you what kind of crack you smoking, and can I get some of it? Yes. Hey, look, Kelly came here. God, I'm getting fired up already. Kelly came here because he's played Alabama in a couple big major situations, and he didn't have the firepower. We all knew it, and we all said it, but Notre Dame fans are so ignorant and so stuck and, in their and, false reality that they were blaming him for it. And, and, I, and I know this is the LSU podcast and we get fired up, but he really still doesn't have the firepower that he needs or he can uh, accumulate at LSU. That's the beauty of it, Jay. We had the 39 scholarship he, players. He, he put together an island of out, misfit toys and out-coached and out-played. Out-coached. Out-coached. Let me give you a quote from Paul Feinbaum this morning. He said, <clears throat> you know, Saban is, you know, I think 71, and he said Brian Kelly's 61. And, they're, you know, mm-hmm. Brian Kelly is considered a veteran, veteran, old school, older, older man. He said – Kelly looks reinvigorated. Kelly looks like a new man. He said Nick Saban looks like an old man. He looks out of it. The tides are turning, bro. The the, the tides you are know, turning in our favor. I feel it. My, and, something, and something that my dad said that uh, he said this would be a little insight on your podcast, so I'm going to use it. He said that when I talked to him uh, this morning driving home, he said, you know, whenever them, them big guys, big name guys, no matter what level, no, no matter what, uh, you know, how much success they've had, when they start getting away from the, they're losing their focus. All they do is just do commercials. They're in the media all the time, like like Saban. They start losing that edge, man. And maybe maybe Saban starting to lose that edge a little bit. You know, maybe he's starting to uh, even you know, get the, to the end of his tenure. Even the elite you know, look, of the elite, Father Time wins. Yeah. No, no, I know that, but I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? Like he, he's doing a lot of commercials now. He's always in the media. You know, he's not used to be like that, man. Yeah, he better but he better get away from that Affleck. Yeah. He better I mean, get look away at, from look that at, look at look at Patrick Mahomes. Has he been as good since he's been in all these commercials? I mean, I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. So so yeah. So maybe that has a little bit to do with it. But like you said, he he, he got out coached last night, Captain. And, and that don't happen. That's that's never happened. And we said that before. You know, this the the play. The, Jimmy's and Joe's is not going to be even, but the X's and O's will definitely be even. You know, more even I on think, Saturday night, and it was. I think a cold. Shiver went up Satan's back last night. I mean, Saban, I'm sorry. Saban's back last night, and he felt it just a little bit, like, because he knows knows what's capable at LSU. He knows it. He's lived it. He's seen it. He's seen morons come through and beat him. You know, I mean, not Mm -hmm. obviously not often. We've only won twice in the last 10 years, but he knows what it's capable of, and he just got – 
a a cold feeling up his spine last night whenever Brian Kelly put together the Island of Misfit Toys and beat his bitch ass. Yeah. And, and, and Rob, this is definitely not the best LSU team I've ever seen, but this is by far the most improved LSU team I've ever seen in my life. From week one to week 10, this is by far the most improved LSU team I've ever seen. Uh, it, the most the most improved quarterback play I've ever seen, you know, Eric can top to bottom. I mean, and, and Kelly said that, you know, he said that give them time to play together, and and he's right, man. It's I've seen even the 2019 LSU team. Nobody's comparing this team to that team. No, but, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much better did they get as the season went on, Jay? That's what I'm saying. I mean, I know the 2019 got good, and at the end they was they was. But they was already good out the gates. You know what I'm saying? They wasn't like they was. I watched them become unbeatable towards the end of the season, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they was also, you know, they wasn't that far step back and uh, against Texas. I'm not saying that. Were. I'm just saying even the best of the best prog- yeah. progress in the season is all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But th- this is like, a, you know, 360, man. Yeah, it's. Whereas 2019 did maybe a 180. This is a 360. This, is, this has got to be, you know, I'm not in the locker room, obviously, but. Them seeing that Brian Kelly, he's been very open about, look, we changed a lot of stuff. I'm asking them to do things that they've never been asked to do before. I'm, I'm going to be tougher on them than what they've had in the past. They've got to be seeing now reaping the benefits of the disciplining and the, uh, the what it takes to, to be in this in, in, under Brian Kelly's progression at LSU. You know what I mean? Like they're reaping yeah. the benefits of it right now, and I'm, I'm glad they're getting to see that. You've seen uh, – you see – Kirk, uh, Kirk Street and Chris Fowler and them talking about how their experience was at Tiger Stadium, bragging about it. They Chris Fowler did an Instagram story talking about how it was un- best atmosphere he's ever been. I did watch that on the airplane. It was they were on the airplane last night. Yeah, he said he said he said he went to LSU in like 1988 earthquake game or something. Yep. And he said it was just as good of environment, if not better than that. And that's what I said. I always say that we said on we talked about it on the podcast, um, you know, before the season started that. LSU in 2012 was one of the best atmospheres I've ever been a part of. But they lost that game in a heartbreaker at the end. Everybody knows T.J. Yeldon's screen pass. Yep. So I don't rank it as one of the best games I've ever been to. But last night was just as good, if not better, environment. Plus they won in the fashion they did. I've been to 56 LSU games, and that was the best game I've ever been to uh last night i'm i'm just so grateful to be a part of it you know what i mean like it was just oh you know, my gosh i actually i got you know we went on the field i got some grass oh yeah i already got my ticket with a mason jar and the grass in my mason jar hanging up in the podcast studio uncle rob they weren't keeping you off the field baby yeah, all i could think about is that famous davis the pit kick six call i love that call you're not gonna be able to keep them off the field tonight no, but I mean, if, if they had if two staff members was hoping, trying to sit there, they weren't gonna give you to keep you off. Oh, I'm gonna give them that Russ. He's he gonna body them up. I'm gonna go give them that Russ. <laughs> oh. I was gonna I was gonna Debo them. No, you, uh, it was funny <laughs> looking at a bunch of videos on YouTube today. Those uh the yeah. the, the landmark staff or whatever you know the event staff. Uh, they was uh, yeah. they just did uh, you see that guy arrested? No, I didn't see that. I'll, I'll rush to whatever you know. So so. Uh, <laughs> So for everybody who don't know, we all, me, Rob, Robbie, and Dean all set together, and uh, in, in, in my four season tickets I have. And uh, when LSU went up a minute and forty seven seconds, they went up twenty four to twenty one. Rob and Robbie took off at a at a, a sprint. I said, "Where y'all going?" They said, 
we're going to get on the field. I said, man, there's a lot of time left, guys. There's a lot of time. And they said, I don't care. We're going. We're going to beat these guys. So, oh, God dang. Uh, me and Dean sat there. Me and Dean sat there right there or whatever. And then, you know, back and forth, LSU scored. I mean, I'll score to uh, kick a field goal, yada, yada. They went to overtime. They uh, went for two. And when Mason Taylor caught it, I took off run. I shoved about three or four people out of my way from that rope. And I said, Dean, come on. Dean was right behind me. I'm telling you, I ran almost fast I could down that ramp, and I lost Dean. Dean, the phone was dead, so I don't even know where he was. I got out, I rushed the field, all fired up, high motion. You know, first time I've ever seen LSU beat Alabama. 0 for 5, every time I've went, I was fired up. Got on the field, started running, started looking behind me. I don't know one person. I don't know when I fired up. So after about 10, 15 minutes being on the field, I was thinking, well, this is fun, but this ain't as fun as I thought because I don't know nobody. Well, they had a guy wearing a Camara jersey. The cops had him uh, on the ground. This guy said, let me up. And I, and I hollered, let him up. And the cop looked at me and said, or don't. Don't let him up. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you ain't got to. You ain't got to. I was just joking. Yeah, yeah. I was joking. I was just joking. Hey, listen. Talk about that. How big are Brian Kelly's nuts, cat? How big is it? And the look, and the, you, and the smear I, him on Saban's face makes it even better. Oh, uh, look! If you are Jacksonville State and you are playing at Florida State, remember that three or four years ago? I do remember that. And they went into overtime and they went for two, but didn't get it. But that's okay. You know, you're the lesser opponent going to somebody else's house. I understand that. You go for two every time. You don't want to be a back and forth shootout. But you are at home, number ten versus number six. Have you know one in eleven in the last twelve years? This game, you decide whether you go to the SEC championship, the West, the West championship, pretty much, and you go for it on two. Man, I, I never seen. So look, so they Jaden runs in first play. I said, hell, we's all fired up, high five, and a black guy sit behind Dean. Me and him was fired up, high five, and looked at each other. I said, "Do you go for two? He said, "You damn right, you go for two, baby. You win it right here." I said, "I'm with you." And they lined up to go for two. I turned and looked at him. He said, "No, no, I was just joking." I said, "Yeah, me too. No, no, don't go for two. Don't go for two. Hey, I said, "Oh my gosh." I agree. So we're at field level. You know, I'm right on the fence, ready to go to bust in. We were. I was probably one of the first fifty to hundred people on the, on the field, and uh, but we watched overtime right there on ground level. And whenever he did it, I, I can openly admit I was not for it. I, the way we scored, the way we matched them, because uh, real stat, every time Alabama scored points, LSU scored on the drive following after. That, we scored quick with Jane Daniels in overtime. Look, I don't get paid $10 million a year. I'm not Brian Kelly. He knew what he had. I watched his post-game press conference. I know he did. They had that play. They had that play. I didn't. Dude, I would have kicked the field goal, but I'm a pussy and I don't make yeah, $10 million a year. I know, but I'm just saying that is crazy, man. That's it's a, crazy. It is, he it dropped is crazy. Him. Hey, so I have to quote my my good buddy Corey Billado. When they went for two, Rob, I bet you you couldn't have pulled a piano string out of my butthole with a bulldozer. I'm telling you, That's I was funny. so nervous. I was so nervous. I was uh, I was um, on Robbie's shoulder. We were hugging. And we just embraced it together, and that's you know that's a mem- you know the memory with y'all this weekend. It's something I got forever, and it's yeah. and it's a beautiful thing because Alabama fans, especially you ones from Louisiana, you you don't get to you watch the game probably by yourself. You don't get to enjoy 
yeah. the camaraderie and the 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 friendship uh, and the the companionship with your your friends and you 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 grow up with it to you know as fans and you you have families together and then they're friends and you watch it together and you cook and you yeah. enjoy it. you're just numb you're numb on the inside you're you're dead and all you expect to do is win 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 you don't get to enjoy the LSU makes the high the lows make the highs and the highs make the lows I'll I'll never forget this weekend because no, yeah. I was with my friends for something that mattered to all of us. I wasn't sitting by myself saying, uh, roll damn tide. Don't give a piss about nothing but the tide. Fuck you, Alabama Willie. You hear me? <laughs> Fuck you, Alabama Willie. Take you another swallower of that, you fucking inbred hillbilly. <laughs> I'm sorry I got fired up. All right. That's good, hey. That's what I'm here for. So, oh man, that's that's crazy, man. Hey, did you see Alabama's message board? The one I sent you last oh, night. Uh, fire! He needs to fire everybody. So, so look, I sent Rob this last night. Everybody, um, on Alabama online, I think it's a two four seven Alabama message board. Uh, some guy, Alabama fan. This is his quote. I'm not making this up. It is time to clean house. Our coaches have no balls, and this is the softest Alabama team I have seen since Shula days. Like 2006. Uh, if Saban won't fire both of these coordinators, he just needs to retire. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're crazy. That's that's that is why. Just like you said, people from Louisiana, um, you know, that are Alabama fans, you know, bandwagon. That is the reason why I hate Alabama and always be my number one is because of bandwagon fans and also. Because of their idiotic fans, and I know LSU, we want them to win every game. We think they're going to win every game. I understand that, but I'm telling you right now, if Alabama played the Chiefs tomorrow, Kansas City Chiefs, I'm telling you, the Alabama fans really, truly believe that they would beat them or have a shot to beat them. I'm telling you, absolutely. Yeah, they so. have their their reality is is so false, and it's been painted in this spectrum of we have we're going to win every single game, and if we don't. Off with everybody's head. Uh, nobody's got a chance. We're going to win every single it was, game. What's crazy? What's crazy is they even believed that in the Shula days when it wasn't no good. Yeah, that's that's, yeah. that's even worse. Now imagine uh, over a decade of Nick Saban, how bad that's made the fan base. Yeah, but that, that's that's caused, that's caused a bunch of you know a uh, bunch of bandwagon. You know, if if, if we find somebody um, from Louisiana who we used to play softball against or just whatever, come across Alabama, baby. You know, my always my one one question to them was yeah. one question. All, all I had was one question, and they couldn't answer. I've never met one person to answer. I said, "Name the three head coaches prior to Nick Saban. Prior to Nick Saban, name them." And nobody could. Uh, uh. Said, "Yeah, exactly. That's because you're an Alab- You're a bandwagon. Every single one of them." Yep. So that's why I, I can't stand them, man. Well, they so, got a little taste of their own medicine last night in Tiger Stadium, and they they had a they had a, a, a good amount of people at the game last night. Yeah, there was probably uh, if I had to guess, four or five thousand, maybe. Yeah, maybe maybe a little more. Not it wasn't nothing like Tennessee. Tennessee brought brought the juice, man. They brought a lot of people. And speaking of Tennessee, taking that big L yesterday, and taking that big L, and they come to which I was wrong by the way. I had uh, I, I thought I liked Tennessee in that game, but they come to Tiger yeah, Stadium, the- crush us, and mm-hmm. now they we we probably got about an eighty. Uh, uh, Jake, what do we? What do we have to do? We have to win one game, right? So, and Ole so, Miss is so, lose to Alabama. So if Ole Miss loses Alabama and Alabama and LSU beats LSU beats uh, Arkansas, Arkansas We're next in. weekend. We're in. 
we automatically clinch the West, no matter if we lose to a UAB and a and which I don't think is going to happen, but yeah. automatically lose. Okay. So, we were just talking about this. Let's say LSU wins out. Okay, let's say they win out, which I think they will, you know, uh, regular season. We will, by be the way, they we will be favored at the rest of our games. It's not crazy. By the way, Rob, who's crazy now on our uh, podcast? We all predict them go 9-3, and 10-2. Oh, <laughs> I told him. I said, it's a veteran team. Go back and let's play the ramp, baby. Oh. <laughs> so, anyway, so if they win out, let's say LSU wins out, which I think, like I said, I think it's a really good shot LSU wins out. You know, they got four and five Arkansas, a UAB team, which is not very good, and a three and six A&M, who had the number one recruiting class of all time, by the way. So, left on the schedule. Yep. Both are away, so that that's, that's makes it a little tougher, but I still think LSU goes in there and gets the win. Anyway, so let's just say, I'm just put this in perspective. This sucks. Not, not for LSU. This is great for LSU, but this just sucks in general. LSU wins out 10 and 2. Ole Miss wins out. They go 11 and 1. The best season Ole Miss has ever had. They cannot go to the SEC championship, and they cannot make the playoff. If they both went out because we got the tiebreaker. The tiebreaker, yeah. Man. But they'll probably hang, they'll probably hang a, a SEC West 2022 championship banner up. Ole Miss style. Ole Miss style, yeah. <laughs> That's their style. Oh, yeah. Jay, I, I oh, got yeah. something kind of shocking. I want you to just blind react to it. Okay. Uh, odds are out on LSU, Arkansas. What do you think the spread is? Oh, I don't know. Uh, probably LSU four points, four and a half points. You said four and a half? Yeah, I, I have no idea. It's, I never a, it's three. And so you were way closer than I would have been. I would have said seven. And, and I, you know, I'm riding high right now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just uh, but, threw a number out there. Golly, don't you feel like if we win this weekend, it's going to be about more than three? Yeah, well, well, then they always say you give the home team three points. So you're probably right around seven. Yeah, so, but I, I think, I, I think, I think they, uh, you know, no, I they're giving they us three, Jay. What they're saying is it's a – no, you're right about that, but the three is the yeah, three they're giving us. They're saying, this, they're saying the teams are equal, and we're only getting – oh, no, I'm sorry, it's a away game. I fucking forgot. My bad. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're getting three. So, it's really it's really about seven. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. So, but I think I think they beat them by more. I think they beat them – no, I think they beat them by ten, two touchdowns probably, especially the way they're playing now, man. I mean, it's unreal. And I, I just – and, and uh, hopefully if – Sean, if Sean is right about this – we're driving Arkansas, and we're going to choke him out. Sean Benson. What did he say? Remember, before the, before the game, he said, Jay, I think LSU's going to beat Alabama, but then they might lose Arkansas. If, he, if that I'll happens, kill that son of a bitch. We're driving Arkansas, and we're going to choke Sean Benson out. I will choke Sean Benson out for putting that juju <laughs> on us. But he, he didn't really believe. I don't want to say he really didn't believe, but we'll beat Alabama, you know. Look, but this ain't, this ain't uh, Les Miles' LSU Tigers, and this ain't no – so I, I firmly believe because Kelly in an interview last night he said we're gonna enjoy this win for 24 hours and then we're gonna um, after that we're gonna focus on Arkansas so that's great you know it's great to hear that so uh Liberty speaking of Arkansas Liberty takes him down 21 to 19 <laughs> yeah man Hugh Freeze bro what a fucking coach like real talk like uh, Jay, yeah we don't want him to come to Auburn Jay he had a the the a first or second round draft pick quarterback that got yeah, drafted at a, by at the a, Titans last year. A, yeah, at a school that shouldn't have a first or second round draft pick, you know. And he got drafted, and they still doing this. You know what I mean? They still dominate. Well, that speaks volumes about Hugh Freeze. But let's yeah. hope he doesn't get the Auburn job. I hope it goes to Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. No. 
All right. Uh, so, anything else you want uh, you want to hit on about the game? No, I just I, no, yeah, I just want to say that you know, I'm like I, I'm, I don't mean to toot my own horn or anything like that, but before the before the game, you asked me what, what what's gonna. I said we three things that has to happen in this game has to happen. Jaden Daniels has to stay healthy and not get hurt. And we had a little scare when he stayed on the ground for a little while. Remember that he stayed on the ground for about after he slid, he stayed on the ground for about I want to show it on TV for about a minute or so. So, but he was fine. Nothing happened. He stayed healthy. I said, Harold Perkins has to stay on the field. And he did. He stayed on the field the whole game. Not, not the whole game because he got, he got banged up a little bit. But he had eight tackles, seven pressures, four stops, three hits, three hurts, one sack, and a tackle for loss last night. And, and he, so, he, no one since Tyron Matthew has looked, has flashed more or been around the ball some more or felt so instinctive as. As yeah, don't, the only one I can think of, the only one I think of would be RB Del Pitt's sophomore year. Del Pitt's sophomore year and and Honey ba- and uh, uh and Jamal Adams, but them three, you know, yep. them three were something, man. But but Harold Perkins is a freshman. No, no, no freshman has done this for sure. You're right. Okay. So so Jay Daniels had to stay healthy and then stay in the game, not get hurt. Harold Perkins had to stay on the field, and I said our two freshman tackles have to hold their own against the two. NFL defensive ends, especially Will Anderson. And they did a – I mean, they didn't do a perfect job, but they did a hell of a job. I bet you, you know, grading them, I don't know the PFF grade, but I bet you I bet you it was in the 80s or so, both of them, I bet. Brian yeah. Kelly was asked after, you know, about, you know, two NFL players, including Will, who is probably going to be a top three pick. Some people think he's the best. Yeah, top and, five pick, yeah. Yeah. I guarantee he goes top three. I bet it right now. Well, you got it. Depends on who needs quarterback, and it's regardless. Yeah, top yeah, five, that's what I'm regardless, saying, yeah. top five draft pick. And he said, "I don't know how they continue to do it." I mean, that's the just offensive line come up. Yeah, talking about Emory Jones and uh, Will Campbell. He said, "I don't know how they continue to do it." I mean, a thirty a, a thirty year veteran head coach who's seen it all, done it all, been around the world, always had good good offensive lines. Is he really looks flabbergasted on how Emory Jones and Will Campbell are? Absolutely holding their own against world class competition. Everybody on that line is coming back too, man. It's I mean, I know Anthony Bradford. I'm not sure what he, he might be a junior or maybe a senior. I'm not sure, but but the, he, he wouldn't be starting right now if uh if Dellinger was uh was full go. Yep. And you know, Dellinger's a true sophomore. Dellinger's a sophomore, got two freshman tackles, Miles Fraser's a sophomore, and Turner's a, a, a junior. So everybody's coming back. Yeah. So with and a good recruiting class coming in. Good recruiting classes coming in. We got a big time offensive lineman recruit on the weekend. Another one last night. I mean, uh, they had two big uh, cornerbacks was there last night. Uh, Desmond, I mean, they had, they had some Riggs, recruits there. Yeah. I think it was like sixty five recruits there last night. What a for, what? not from one. You couldn't ask from for 23, a 24, 25. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The BB texted me this morning. What a great time to be an LSU fan in general. You know. Oh yeah, that's it's just it's just uh it's awesome, man. Especially to beat Alabama, you know. I mean, you know, even if they would have lost in heartbreak, if they would have got that two point conversion, then you still would have said that LSU deserves to be in the top ten, and they played really, really good. And also, whenever the rankings came out, the the, uh, the college football playoff rankings came out, you know, everybody said, "Oh, LSU at ten is laughable." Well, uh, it don't look like they're too laughable anymore. Yeah, guys. eat that crow, bitch. <laughs> um, so, I, so speaking of college football playoff, I think they're gonna put LSU number six or seven. Just depends what they do. All right, because you got so I think, Tennessee I think lost. Georgia, Georgia, Tennessee Georgia, above us. Yeah, Georgia won. 
so Georgia, this is probably I'm not for sure, but Georgia will be number one, Ohio State two, Michigan three, TCU four, Oregon five, uh, and either LSU six or Tennessee six or six or seven, I think. So I'm interested. So they probably would they probably they probably will be. They probably will be seven behind Tennessee, if I had to guess. But you know, if, if they would win out, and then they, uh, they uh, would happen to play Georgia or would play Georgia in the SEC championship, and they would happen to find a way to beat them, they're going. They're going to playoff. Okay. Um, I'm very. the The committee has surprised me on years in the past, and including this year with us at ten. Jay, don't be surprised. You heard it here first. You, I know everyone loves USC. They don't have a win over a ranked opponent. The only ranked opponent they played is Utah, and they lost to them. Don't yeah. be surprised if they put – I think we're going to be seven, but don't be shocked because we've seen how much the committee valued LSU's win over Ole Miss, right, to put us at 10? Yeah, yeah, yeah. After this Bama win, don't be surprised they put us over USC, two loss us over a USC team that does not have any – what, Oregon no, State? No, 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 yeah, yeah. Like – I, I would, and, and if we're in the first two out, oh man, I'm fired up, Jay. Jay no, yeah, I think no. As I said, they, they, the, only, the only person to be over them, I think, would be Tennessee. Hey, shout out to all my boys, I, Chad Poe and Brandon Hagen. They already reached out, said, "Rob, we going to Atlanta, baby. You in?" <laughs> Jay, w- yeah. would you fly to Atlanta, Jay? Ooh, I don't know when they play. Uh, what is it? December, the first weekend, December, December? The third or. December the third. I have to just see what I'm working. I don't know, man. But yeah, I got you. Not, not, nothing's out of out of the realm. No, I'm working days that weekend, so no, probably not. I'm, all, I'm always working days when they play a, a SEC championship. Yeah, man. On, it sucks on champion on that weekend. You always are working. All yeah. right, yeah. You got anything else? I, I think it's a good episode. Reaction episode. Oh, no, that's good, man. I just just hey, just keep keep it coming, Kelly, man. Keep it coming. I love it. You know. You know my favorite part, uh, like Jay, said, is is after how much it, it, it makes everything better. How you get to watch the, sh- the the ranking show now, and it's awesome. And you get to all the podcast on es you know ESPN Baton Rouge, the radios, the talk shows, the uh, yeah. I need to I need to I want to go back. I haven't done it yet, but I need to go back and watch Game Day and uh, and SEC Network uh, Nation, and uh, I want to watch all what they said about the game. You know, I haven't done it yet. I, I, I always like to do that to go back and see what they said, especially when you know they. They pick LSU to lose and, and, and explain why they lose. Another thing that Chris Fowler said I thought it was interesting that I didn't know that uh, Jaden Daniels and uh, Bryce uh, Young played against each other in Pop Warner Pee Wee football, man. That's a hell of a combo. That's crazy. Yep, uh, California. So they, my dad said last night that uh, Fowler Herfrey was pumping uh, Heisman talk about uh, Daniels this year. A tweet from Mr. RG3 who, correct me if I'm wrong, Jay, he's got a Heisman trophy, right? Yes, sir. RG3 tweeted last night, Jaden Daniels just slipped into the Heisman conversation in a big way. You, you imagine if Daniels is sitting there at number five? Even if he, he gets hit, I'm, I'm saying just, just a chance to go to New, New York. You know, that'd be crazy. And, well, let me ask you this. Now, if he does, like this catch 22, does he come back? No. He don't come back? No, I, I think he has draft stock to be earned, and I would like him to. I want him, Jane. I want Jane Daniels to be here for the next five years, but yeah. But uh, I, I just I think but, as we win, his stock is going to grow, man. You know. What about what about Nuss? You don't want Nuss? No, nah, he can go to McNeese. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he can go to come McNeese. back to Lake Charles, where he's from. He can come back to Lake Charles, play for McNeese. 
I got I got so, two things. So uh, you got? go follow us on uh, TikTok, Winners Win Podcast on TikTok. Jay told you about College Game Day. We got a TikTok out right now of Desmond, Pat McAfee, and Luke Bryan, all choosing Bama, obviously. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just go give us a follow and like, the, like our video. Another thing, last week was our biggest episode of the podcast ever. It was the um, Bama Hate Week. That was the biggest episode we ever had. <laughs> This is Buck Fama next morning reaction, and uh, yeah, thank, like, like last thanks, time, take a take uh, a screenshot. Sam. Take a screenshot yeah. of listening. If if you're listening, take a screenshot. Send it to me. Send it to Jay. You can send it to Robbie. You can send it to Moomal. You can send it to anybody. Send it to Russ. It don't matter. If you're listening, take a picture in your truck. Send us the screenshots. We'll upload it on all of our social media. Uh, thank you so much for listening, Jay. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, it means a lot, man. You know, we don't say it a lot, but it does mean a lot. It means a lot, man. Take a screenshot. Take a picture in your truck on your way to work. Look, life hey. sucks. we got to go to work tomorrow, but it's always better when the Tigers hey. win. One more thing. Did you see how fired up T-Bob was? Oh, yeah. I watched this kid while I'm at home. I, saw yeah. I laughed so hard, hey. man. Yeah, 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 hey, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. It was so funny that Moscona was getting so aggravated because he couldn't calm him down. Yeah, and what did he expect? He knew that. He knew that, man. Moscona's a oh, fucking man. control freak, bro. He's, he, oh, he, I know. When it you do so a three-hour show by yourself and you're in charge of everything, it's hard because yeah, he can't tame T-Bob. Yeah, T-Bob is so drunk. He said, "Bring the drugs. Bring the alcohol. Yeah. Bring it all. Double Moscona. I want a double yeah. mezcal now. <laughs> Line the shots oh, up, man. boys. Yeah, line them up. Oh, he was fired up. And then Moscona said. I'm not. I'm not uh, in college no more, and I'm not 33. Uh, we're about to have a kid. I'm having a kid in three weeks. Give me a double shot. Yeah. <laughs> I can relate. I can relate so much to T Bob. You know? Oh my god! As much T- as I, I like Moscona, T- I'm way closer to T Bob. T Bob's one of the dudes, man. He's one of us, man. Yeah, he's one of us, and, so, and the, you know the Bama game means so much to him because of 2011. Oh yeah, yes sir. All right. That's all I wanted to say, man. All right, hey, this is winners win. Thank y'all for everybody listening. All right, man. So dirty jumper wet so I keep it clean.